Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. And I hope you're all doing well. It's been really, really quiet around here. We've canceled the Monday game this week because we've got too many people who cannot make it for one reason or another. So we will try again next Monday. That's what happens. That's what happens. We always try and have some kind of contingency, but if we get it, we get notice fast enough, you know, we'll just cancel the game. No, no biggie. I'm running it, so it gives me another week to prep. So, speaking of which, I want to talk about time in games. I'm not talking about game time. I'm talking about real time. I'm sure we've talked this to death on other forums, even here, on other places, other podcasts. But it's it's worth mentioning how to get a group up and going in as little time as possible. Now, I'm assuming this is the first, either this is a one-shot or a first game. Or it could even be a convention game or something. Well, something where you have a limited amount of time. My Monday, and both my Monday and my every other Thursday games, we have a set time limit of three hours, seven to 10, because they're both on a weeknight and everybody wants to get to bed after a certain time. We're, we're old people. We're, we're adults. We got other, other things we have to worry about, but we'd like to get in our fun. So what do you do if you're just starting up a group? Actually, it starts in prep. You figure you have a three-hour slot to fill. Just like a convention, you got a three-hour slot to fill. You plan three hours. Actually, you don't plan three hours. I do not plan three hours. I have an overall arc for an adventure, but what I do is break it up into four-hour chunks. I like having at least four hours planned out because even I never know. Sometimes groups are really fast. Sometimes they're not so fast. But I pretty much judge the average speed of our group. We all tend to be talkers. And so there's quite a bit of role-playing going on. Not saying there isn't any combat. I love me some combat. But there will be things like a random encounter that just develops into something else. And it's my job to keep it going, keep the pace going. But I like to plan out four hours because I always have to have a little extra. Just in case, like I said, if we're if we're compressing time, if we're dragging out time, things happen, and that's where it starts is in the prep. So you plan out four hours. So you also have pregens. If it's a new game system, it's a new game. Even if it's a familiar game system to everybody else, depending on the complexity of the game, you use pregens. Now I'm not objecting to wasting part of that three hours in rolling up characters if the character creation is rather expedient. There's a lot of rules light systems out there that you can get character creation done in less than half an hour, less than 30 minutes, some as low as 10 minutes. So, you you do that. So go ahead and let them create characters at the table. Now, Saying that, 
that leaves you less time to play, which is okay if you're starting a group. If it's a one-shot, it's not quite okay. This is what my group does. We get our character, if they're going to do it at the table, and if we have a, we also, this is the, this is why you have a session zero, to make characters and things like that. But if you're not starting with a session zero, this is what you do. You get everybody going on the character creation, rules, whatever, look at your notes, do some last minute things you want to change around the scenario and things like that. And when they get to a certain point in the character creation, you go. You start the game saying, you guys finish your characters while we're playing. You know what you want to play. You know what class you are, you know what level you are. Everybody starts at this level, level one, level two, whatever. And roll your money. Let's go. Don't worry about equipment. Don't worry about just things that are pertinent to the game right now at the table. That's what you do because people can finish their character either on their own or at the table right there while they're while they're doing it. The books are still there. They still got the stuff on their PDF on their on their phones and tablets or whatever. So let them finish while you are running the game. That way you don't waste a lot of time. Now, when I say one-shots, I don't really do one-shots. It's more like two shots or three shots. Because if I've got an adventure I want to try with a new system or a new adventure that I've got in my head, I, I'd like it a little room to breathe. And But the way my group works is there's some people that can't be there every week. I've got at least one player that comes every other week. And other things that are subject to real life, work, family, whatever. So you've got to adjust for that. So if I could do a two or a three shot with these guys and not really be affected, like tonight, and there are times when we just can't game. Like tonight, we had like three, three, four people out for various and sundry reasons, and there's about six or seven of us. So it's like, okay, I'm calling the game for this week. We'll reconvene next week, no problem. But this is what you do to get the game up and running right away. Either use pre-gens, or if they're going to roll it at the table, it's make sure it's a system that's either either it's real easy to create characters, or everybody knows the system. They can do it at the drop of a hat. I wouldn't advise it for something like point by systems like Champions. That's the one of the few games I know where you should work in your character out of the game, and then bring them in and have them approved, that kind of thing. Uh, I've seen people do this. It's real easy to do. And you got to watch for that one player who has to agonize over it. I used to have, I had, I was playing Savage Rules at one time and I was running it and it was a, it, I was running a pulp game. I knew it was going to go about three, maybe four sessions. So we, uh, we just did, because we wanted to get, we wanted to get into it. They wanted to experience it. So, Everybody got to start, okay, I'm ready, let's go. Fine. They even got names and everything. Let's go, except for one guy. One guy, I think we were on the last hour of that session when he said, I'm finished with my character. Because he had the book there, he agonized over every decision. I want this to be optimized. I want the... He, I'm, I don't know if he was a min-maxer or he just fusses over his characters a lot like that. But it's like, I kept going, are you ready? Okay, Then and then I come around to his turn. Okay, it's your turn. Go. 
uh, okay, yeah, uh, I throw a punt. And then he's, he's like, what do I do? What do I do? He's, he's one of the most indecisive people as far as characters go because he wanted the perfect character in his mind. And, you know, that's no, to tell you the truth, that's no way to approach a game. There's no way to approach a role-playing game. If you have a certain idea, if you have a certain character in mind, don't ex- you might get what you want. Let me put it that way. No character concept. They always say no battle survives contact with the enemy. Well, no character concepts completely survives contact with a role-playing game. Because either it's hard to do or there's just certain things the game cannot handle that you want to do. Now, yeah, you can get the with the game master and, and work on it and things like that. But on the whole, don't agonize over every single decision in your if you got if your character is, you know, basically the way you want him, go. Anyway, that's how that's how we work. That's how you should work. Uh, games where you have a set a limited amount of time. So I'll let you. I'll leave you with that. And if you want to talk about this or anything else, you can give me an email at oldmangrodnard at gmail.com or you can voicemail me at Anchor. We are we are funded now. We are subsidized. We are, what do you, what do you want to call it? Monetized. There we go. I want to thank Jonathan and Oliver again for being my supporters. And remember, as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. So until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>